Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast for the Vineyard Church in Campbellsville, Kentucky. If you haven't already, we encourage you to check out our audio archive at vineyardcampbellsville.org. You can also subscribe on iTunes or wherever you like to get podcasts. And now, here's this week's message. Well, good morning, everybody. How is everyone today? Good, great. Uh, High school graduation. I don't have high school-aged kids, but I'm already preparing myself to feel sad for when they leave. I saw, like, graduation photos on Facebook, and I did tear up, and my oldest is almost seven. So that's going to be great in 11 years. Okay. Well, good morning. How many of you were able to make it out to church in the park, not at the lake, Church in the park last Sunday. Show of hands. Oh, wasn't it so fun? It was awesome. It kind of felt like a family reunion a little bit. Uh, How many of you got a sunburn while you were out there? Because I did. Nobody else? I know Heather did. Thank you, Kelly. Okay, um, so here's how I think this works. Adam is not here today, so that means we can just take a vote uh, majority rules. We'll just meet out there next Sunday. Okay? That's how that works. The substitute preacher has called. <laughs> we are going to the park next week. It was really fun. And it felt really good to see, like, the two service people together. It was great. And, you know, I put aloe on my face, and it was fine. So, All right. Well, this morning, we are kicking off just, I think, it might just be even like a little two, three-part series about worship, and what a great topic to dive into together. Uh, in this kind of post-COVID moment, I know like COVID's still a thing, uh, but we're getting to the point where things are a lot better than they were last year, and we're starting to think about how to go about living our lives again. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of in the air. Um, Some of us may be reevaluating some things that maybe in the before times we didn't even think about. I have a list of things. You may not know it, but I bet you do too. Our lists are probably different, but the thing we have in common is we have one. We all have a list. So I'm going to share what some of mine are, okay? Somebody posted this on Facebook a few weeks ago, and I'm kind of in the same boat. Now, my son had a birthday in May. My daughter has a birthday in June. Why do we blow out candles and then serve the cake to everybody? That, ugh, we're all painfully aware of our own droplets right now, okay? That's, like, the one thing I could have done without ever learning about last year. Is like, even as I'm speaking, there's an air of droplets right here. So let's go ahead and serve the cake, to everybody. Mm-mm. i got to find a different way to do that. Something else on my list is my tolerance for kid-centered activities that give little to no enjoyment for the parents. I, in the before times, was like, let's go do it all. You know, the kids need the experience. And right now, I'm kind of like, Meh. I don't think I want to regain my tolerance for that. They've seen a giraffe. It's fine. Like, we can just look it up on YouTube. I don't want to go to the zoo. I may go back on that eventually, but thank you. 
Yeah. I think my husband's like, yes. She's calming down. Um, okay, here's something that I actually found I really value, which I, in the before times, so would have been like, I don't care. <laughs> this is really bizarre. Youth sports. I think it's really important to get my kids out there and run around, get their little bodies moving. But here's the other thing. I want my kids to learn how to lose. And boy, did they ever. <laughs> This past soccer season, no. Um, but I thought it was really important for them, uh, despite, which we all, you know, outside, it's fine, um, to be involved in that. Built character. Uh, here's where I confess a failure. <laughs> While I'm going through the list. Um, here's where I confess a failure. Uh, I actually really value public education, and I didn't think I did before. But this past fall, I was like, you know what? I'm going to homeschool. I'm going to do it. Because I had always wanted to. And I love it. I think it's so fun. And I love the idea of having my kids at home with me. Cassie, you know where this is going. Uh, June, or January 4th rolled around. and I called the school and I was like, I have one first grader to deposit, please. Because I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it anymore. And I realized I really value uh, school teachers, public education. I don't have that gift at all, apparently. Uh, here's something else that I really value that I, you know, before I would have been like, yeah, of course. But I saw my husband's side of the family more in 2020 than we probably had in years past. And it was like right when everybody was not supposed to be getting together, right? It was like, <laughs> stay home, beware. And we were like, let's have a cookout. Let's, let's just head up there. It's fine. Uh, we saw them a lot, and it was kind of a blessing to get to see them more, uh, despite the risk. Mm -hmm. I'm not surprised. <laughs> like, we all get along, and it's great, but, but we had to be more intentional about it, right? We had to be a little more intentional about seeing each other uh, because, well, one, we weren't as busy. <laughs> we weren't doing much. Um, but then, too, like I said, it was kind of like, well, hope nobody is sick. Okay. But if you're going to get coronavirus from somebody, at least it's like your brother-in-law who you can forgive later. Or could forgive me, right, if I give it to him. Uh, okay. Off track. Already. Uh, but lately, here's something that I've been hearing a lot about. Now, I've had a few, like, in-person conversations about this, but a lot of where I'm reading about this is uh, on Christian Twitter. Who all is on Christian Twitter right now? Oh, guys, it's a dumpster fire. It, if you're not on Twitter and specifically following certain people, just don't. Um, there's a Twitter for everything, okay? I check baseball Twitter a lot, um, but then it kind of bleeds over into the Christian Twitter. And here is what I'm seeing a lot of people reevaluating is church. How we do, how we go about worshiping together. And here is like kind of the more specific thing, if we're going to hone in a little bit on it. Uh, people are starting to say like, well, you know, church is just where you make it. And for a while it was, right? Uh, for a while we had couch church. And it really was where you make it, right? Because we had to find a new way to do things. 
So we had the live stream, and I would make cinnamon rolls, and we would have coffee in the morning, and we would sit on our couch and watch church, and we would tell our children, either watch this or go play. (laughs) I'm not going to say I got a lot out of couch church because running around. Um, And here's kind of like the fundamental issue that I have with this whole church is where you make it kind of deal is it separates the church and the people from worship. And those two things are not meant to be separated. Look around you. You're meant to be here with these people in this body. So what I want to encourage us in today is to hold fast to the fact that what we do on Sunday morning in the purple chairs is deeply important to us and to God. Can you guys go there with me this morning? Okay. Now, there are a lot of different angles we could take. It's a pretty broad topic. And when Adam and I were talking about it, I was like, this will be easy. And then I sat down and I was like, where to begin? (laughs) So um, does anybody ever end up thinking not in words so much as in motions? Does this make sense to anybody? Because here's where we're going to go. All week, I've been doing these motions in my head. I'm going to look ridiculous, okay? But you're going to remember what church was about today. We're going to be talking about how Jesus, like, makes this all possible. And then we're going to be talking about what a privilege it is to, like, be with each other in this moment. Then we're also going to talk about how it should inform what we do like out there. So all week I've been like, this right here and then a little bit of this. Uh, And if you're on the audio archive, just, I don't know, insert picture of me just flailing my arms wildly around. Now, uh, okay, I am not typically a person who wants to know how things work, okay? I just don't care. I have a car. I put the key in the car. Gasoline may as well be magic fairy juice. I don't know what it does. I know I need it for my vehicle. Uh, And then it goes. It takes me to where I want to go. This week, we had some car trouble. And that was also sad. So I (laughs) I know when I need my vehicle, I need it. But I don't really know how it works. And I'm like that with a lot of things. The exception to this, however, I think is when it comes to like piecing together a lot of these like, uh, you know, things of Jesus that I've like grown up hearing about, like love and worship and whatever. I want to kind of look under the hood a little bit and figure out like, how is this all possible? Like, how are we all sitting in this room believing that we're meeting God? And I'll tell you this morning, it is because of Jesus. So if worship is about our ability to encounter God, respond to God, to tell God how much we love him, how thankful we are to him, and to just be in his presence, I think we need to kind of take a breath and marvel at the fact that we are able to do it at all. So we're going to read a little bit out of Hebrews. Hebrews 10. It's kind of a lot. So buckle up. But it's also very succinct. And when I read it this week, I was just like, oh, this is great. It's good news this morning. 
So the old system under the law of Moses was only a shadow, a dim preview of the good things to come, not the good things themselves. The sacrifices under that system were repeated again and again, year after year, but they were never able to provide perfect cleansing for those who came to worship. Do you see that parallel with Psalm 24? Who can come into the presence of the king of glory? Those who are pure of heart and, and, and hands are clean. If they could have provided perfect cleansing, the sacrifices would have stopped. For the worshipers would have been purified once for all time, and their feelings of guilt would have disappeared. But instead, those sacrifices actually reminded them of their sins year after year. For it's not possible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. Oh, I love this part. That is why when Christ came into the world, he said to God, you did not want animal sacrifices or sin offerings, but you have given me a body to offer. You were not pleased with burnt offerings or other offerings for sin. Then I said, look, I've come to do your will, O God, as is written about me in the scriptures. First, Christ said, you did not want animal sacrifices or sin offerings or burnt offerings or other offerings for sin, nor were you pleased with them, though they were required by the law of Moses. Then Jesus said, look, I have come to do your will. He cancels out the first covenant in order to put the second into effect. For God's will was for us to be made holy by the sacrifice of the body of Jesus once for all time. We'll stop right there for now. I really love this contrast with like how things used to be and how things are now because of Jesus. It's like the most extraordinary event in all of history. And it breaks through every single week when we meet together here at church. Without Jesus as our high priest, we would all pretty much be gathered here in a state of delusion, right? Thinking that God was with us could hear us. And now look at the ways in which we can posture ourselves before God. Can you pull up verse, verse 19? Hebrews 10, 19. That's fine. We can wait. There we go. And so, dear brothers and sisters, we can boldly enter heaven's most holy place because of the blood of Jesus. Verse 22 says uh, that we can be sincere in our affection and in our devotion to him. To be in the presence of God and to know it's not a trick, that we aren't getting payback for all the ways we've wronged him because he is trustworthy. The sacrifice of Jesus, he accepts it then and still now. I think the matter of trustworthiness 
specifically is kind of a balm to my heart right now. When we read, or when I read that this week, I think I like literally breathed a sigh of relief because I spend a lot of time trying to determine if things are trustworthy. It's not just my Enneagram number, okay? Uh, You know, it's just stuff like, is this product I'm about to buy going to do what it says it's going to do? You know, is this news source I'm reading uh, actually reputable? Is this friend I'm in confiding in as true as I think they are? Determining whether something is trustworthy and living your life that way can be exhausting, right? It really can. Um, but being able to bring ourselves just as we are before God in worship and to trust that he is good, that he loves us, and that we are accepted because of Jesus is such a gift. And that's where we are this morning. Not only that, okay, but now this part of the hand motions, okay, we get to do all of this together, together in this very room. Uh, There's something about just like being with each other fellow believers, unified in worship, that is just so right. Some of the most formative Jesus moments of my life have taken place with other people when we turn our thoughts from ourselves to God. And some of them have happened in this very room. And while those kind of like, you know, mountaintop experiences are very memorable, I think what forms us even more deeply is the habit of coming together week after week after week after week after week. And it also honors the sacrifice of Jesus by acknowledging that now there are many parts and one body that he is the head of. Here's the thing. It is sometimes pretty tempting to just start going it alone. Maybe you've been hurt and you think, you know what? I can handle this from here on out. Uh, maybe you're just really busy, you know, and you just got your, your calendar and your schedule and you're doing your thing. Uh, maybe you think, you know, I've got plenty of people in my life. I'm good. The author of Hebrew urges the people reading this letter not to give up on meeting together. Can you pull up verse 23? Sorry. Okay. <laughs> so let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm for God can be trusted to keep his promise. You can go to the next one. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. So in this context... I think gathering together could have drawn the attention, right, of the Roman authorities who are really trying to, like, tamp down on this whole Jesus thing. That is clearly not our experience as the church in America. But it's no less important uh, that we prioritize worshiping together. And I think that's because on a Sunday morning, we bring what we have. So some of us can sing. And like play instruments. Some of us cannot. And we need both of that here. Uh, Some of us can give prophetic words of encouragement to others. 
Some of us need to receive those prophetic words of encouragement. Uh, Some of us have burdens that need bearing. And some of us have the strength to help bear them. Some of us have been holding a baby all week. And some of us can hold that baby during worship to give the mom or dad a break. You know what I mean? Some of us need forgiveness. Some of us need to do the forgiving. And understand, you're never just one of those things. You'll always be one or the other. Maybe not a good singer. That might just not be your lot in life. Okay, but the rest of it, (laughs) but the rest of it, uh, at some point in your life, you'll be the others as you'll be the other as well. So worshiping together gives us the opportunity to put our faith into action. Uh, I always tell my kids, like within their family, they should feel safe to make mistakes. Okay, um, to practice the things that they are learning, uh, and I think it's that way with church as well. These moments of interacting with each other at church really are acts of worship because it's not natural to forgive somebody. What I want to do is hold on to it, right? It is not natural to give money when maybe it is not prudent to do so, right? Uh, These acts run counter to how the world would tell us to behave. but They are also ways that we declare our love and devotion to the ways of Jesus. And what better place to practice this than within the safety of our church family? Now, this does not give you permission to be a jerk and be like, you have to forgive me. (laughs) Okay. Um, But it does directly correlate to my next point because if we can't do it here, we sure as heck aren't doing it out there. So worship leads to action. It informs the way we interact with the world at large. How can we sing of a kind, patient, and merciful God, but then not meet the world with kindness, patience, and mercy? And I really think this puts 1 Corinthians 13 in a whole new light. If I can speak in the tongue of angels, worship, I don't love people. I am a, what, clanging symbol. Or, to put it in a 21st century parenting term, I am a toy whose battery is about to run out, making weird noises that nobody wants to hear. If I give everything I have to the poor, even up to my very body, but I don't love them while I'm doing it, I've given everything up for nothing. In Hebrews, we're told in our meeting to worship that we are motivated to acts of love and good works. And I don't think that's just for the people in here. It is how we meet our community as well. Things we do here on a Sunday morning deeply form every part of our lives. No wonder holding fast to worship and holding fast to worshiping together 
is so very dear to the heart of God. Thanks again for stopping by the podcast of the Vineyard Church in Campbellsville, Kentucky. If you'd like to keep up with what's happening at the Vineyard, you can follow us on social media. Until next time.